0: Eight oh six four one. I know, right? <laughs> uh. Hey, welcome to the second episode of the eight oh six four one one podcast by the Scott Tolman team, where we go over what's going on in Lubbock and um, just talk about a little bit of real estate and what's going on. And I am here at the Wonder Tree um, Studios. Thank you very much for hosting us here. And I'm your host Scott Tolman and my co-host Travis Tolman along with Devin Jespers, and today we are welcomed by our new mayor, Trey Payne. Welcome, Trey. Welcome. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on today. Well, man, I, you know, we were talking about who in the world can we get to come to our, to our podcast, and I'm like, well, let's get the most important person in Lubbock, oh, Texas right you're now. You're reaching <laughs> on that right now. I can tell you that much. Oh, man. Please, please tell us a little bit about... How you got started, where you came from, what's...
1: Well, you know, I never thought I'd be sitting in this chair having a conversation about being mayor of Lubbock, you know, <laughs> growing up in Post, Texas, uh, you know, small town kid, uh, you know, my dad was the local little town pharmacist, and um, we, uh, we were just pretty normal, you know, middle class, uh, you know, really good small town uh, growing up. You know, going your biggest thing in the summertime was getting to go to the swimming pool when it opened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it just always gonna be a red raider. Um not a lot of people went to college in my side into my side of the family. My dad kinda broke that mold. He went to uh went to the navy. Uh and then when he got out of the navy he was working in the oil field. And I think my mom kind of said, Hey, it's time for you to go do something else. And so he went to college on the GI Bill and ended up getting his pharmacy degree, and then we end up in Post, Texas, and uh, had a small pharmacy there, grew up there, uh, went to Texas Tech, uh, as all good West Texas boys do, You, know, we were going to be Red Raiders, and um, graduated with an accounting degree in 1996, don't ask me why, I was going to be an accountant, it sounded like a really good idea at the time, yeah. like you can get a job, you know, <laughs> right, my dad's right. deal was like, go get a degree if you're going to go to college, but get a job.
0: Right, was, right. You because
1: know, 'cause 'cause you're out, man. When, when you turn eighteen, man, <laughs> here you go. Uh and after I graduated with my accounting degree, I decided, you know, I like people. I, I really I like I like people, I like to talk and, and I got a job with an auditing firm here locally and you know, you're sitting in an office all day long and yeah. it's like, Yeah, I don't know if I can do this. I mean gr- I've got a lot of friends that are accountants and CPAs. Most of them, are all smarter than me for sure. But I was not going to do that forever. And so I went to law school. I went to Oklahoma and went to law school at Oklahoma City University in in um, in Oklahoma City, obviously. And uh, spent three years there. Met my wife Heidi uh, in 2000. Uh, we got married, and uh, then we had our first daughter ten months later. And uh, she's turned 21 yesterday. In fact, Mabry Payne. Yeah. So. We have four daughters and uh you know, we've been living in Lubbock the last twenty-two years. I uh try not to bore you guys too much, but I mean, you know, just living, man, yeah, right? I mean, yeah, I, I got I exactly. got here in ninety-two, uh, left for a few years, but man, I've just been a Lubbock guy. I'm a West Texas guy and uh, this is the place I love and where are my family's from. So that's kinda that's a little bit tiny background about me, but that's kind of yeah. who I am. Just a normal guy.
0: Yeah, that's that's good. I mean, we uh <laughs> We talked about it last week that we were excited that you were coming, and I told the guys. I said, "We were at an awards banquet, remember at Trinity?" Yeah. And uh, the two old guys, me and Trey, got up. We, we Absolutely. Standing in the back, and Trey looks at me and says, "Man, I'm so glad you're here at Trinity." And I said, "Well, thank you very much, Trey." He said, "Cause now I'm not the oldest." <laughs> you know, I was like, Man. "I'm glad I'm not the oldest dad standing in the back." That's the right. That's that's yeah. We definitely now. have younger
1: kids than a lot of these other men. So. Yeah, well, may I tell
0: you what your your daughter Hadley she just raked in the awards that night. Yeah, man, she's was... smart like her mama. That's for yeah. sure. Don't don't yeah.
1: put any of that on me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, and so, getting into the attorney side of it. I mean, I know you like people. You like to talk, and 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 man, I, I I've heard nothing but great stories about you defending people and and, and doing what you're supposed to do. Um, Tell us a little bit about that. What, what's that like standing in a, in a trial room, you know, and and every eyes are pointed at you, and you're you're trying to do the right thing.
1: Well, you know, when I when I came back to Lubbock, I worked for a small firm, a small legal firm here, and then we found out my daughter was coming along, and I was like, oh my gosh, I need insurance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm making like eighteen thousand dollars a year. You know, you can barely make your loan payment. You know, a lot of, a lot of people understand that when you get out of school. Sure. And and uh, Bill Souter was the was the district attorney and and Bill, I met him in the hallway one day and I think they were looking for some new young young prosecutors you know and uh, yeah. he said hey are you interested in visiting with me I said absolutely I'd love to visit with you do you have benefits yes <laughs> <laughs> and so I came over and met, and met with Judge Souter and uh, I walked out of the room he goes man I'm excited about it when can you get started I said let me tell my boss but two weeks I mean I I, I need to get started he said you're hired. And the next day, his secretary calls me and says, "Hey, you're gonna to have to come back to the interview team. Uh, when can you come in?" I said, "Wait a minute, I already quit my job. Uh, I thought I was starting with insurance in a couple of weeks. You know, yeah. but ultimately it worked out, and and I started there in 2000, early 2001. And uh, you know, when you, the, the district attorney's office is, is kind of your foot in the door, you start out trying misdemeanor cases and DWIs, assaults, those kind of things, and." And then you work your way up. But most people come and go. It's kind of a starter thing. And, and I ended up staying there for nearly nine years, ended up being the chief of homicide, tried multiple death penalty cases and homicide cases. Um, and then I left in 2009 to start a, a private practice. And then, you know, so I've been on both sides of the aisle. I've done defense work. We do a lot of real estate, as you know. We do a pretty, you know, general practice to a certain extent. And so I've been doing that for 13 years. And my old boss, Matt Powell, who's the DA, joined me about three years ago. Uh, one of my partners, Lori Truitt, has been with me for about 12 years. So just, to, we got five lawyers, we got three locations and we do real estate and some other things and, you know, yeah. just courtroom oh, man, that's where it's at. Yeah.
0: That's
1: yeah. the fun spot. You need closing arguments, it's like closing a deal on a real estate property, That's exactly right. that's, that's where you want to be.
0: But so your life has changed just a little bit, hasn't it? Absolutely.
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we, I'm not trying I, near as many cases
0: these days, that's for sure. Right, right. So, I mean... I don't really know, but how much time out of your day? I guess I guess there's no really certain time when when you're doing mayor stuff, right? You know what I mean. Um, how 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 does that work into your schedule already, or uh, you just got to make time? I know when I saw you at the expo, you said, "Man, we're working twenty hour days right now, just getting yeah. caught up."
1: Well, that, that's a really good question for people to know because one of the reasons I stepped into this um, stepped into public service. You know, ultimately, I think we're, you're bent this way or not, right? You know, my dad was a Boy Scout. You know, he was in the Rotary Club and was on the school board. I mean, you're, you're kind of bent that way. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think that's part of my chemical makeup. But what was my goal was to say, look, we got to get more people involved. we got to get more young people like this involved. Not, you know, not all us old guys. Right. Getting people to get into the process, to get more involved in our local government where you can truly make a difference. But the big question is, you know, to have time. Uh, and that's a big question people have, but you can make it work. It is very possible to do this. You know, I, I've just now turned learned to turn my computer on and where the bathroom is now at Citizens Tower, so I'm pretty green, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, but but it's going to work out. You know, we're going to be able yeah. to work this through. You get adjust and adapt to the scheduling and wanting to meet with people and and learn to pick your priorities, just like any other business. Yeah. You know, I'm okay. still working. Um, I'm working a little less, but I've got priorities have shifted. My clients are still. Uh, yeah. A huge priority, but the city of Lubbock is also a huge priority, and so you you work those together. Um, you know, I was at Citizens Tower all day yesterday, meeting with people and talking with department heads. Um, but I won't go there probably the next few days, right? Because right, there's other right. things I'm doing. I'll probably go up Friday, sign some documents. But we need people to know that you can be involved in your government, whether that's on committees, whether you're running for office, uh, whatever it is. But we need people to get involved, and that's yeah. that was important to me. And one of the reasons why I did this
0: yeah no that's good and you know in our Lubbock Association of Realtors they're very involved correct you know, on a state level and national level and so we, we're very fortunate to have some good leadership there and um, some of these younger guys are getting involved and, yes and, important. And, and and yeah yeah it's very important um, so yeah we're, we're excited about that for sure that they're starting to step up and, and do some of that stuff yeah, I mean, We may not
1: make a difference in Washington, D.C. or, you know, in Austin, but you can make a difference in your backyard. Yeah. And, and it can be, uh, you know, politically, it's more nonpartisan. Obviously, people have, you know, their their beliefs and their core, core beliefs, but you can make a difference, and we need people to know that. It's important.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, as you know, just tons of people come into Texas. And other states are getting, I mean, other cities are getting a lot of people. Lubbock is getting a lot of people. Are there anything – are there any things that's going on out there that um, that you're aware of that is going to help implement um, the, the road structures? I mean, I know the loop and that sort of thing, but, I mean, do, I, I'm sure we got a lot of things down the pipeline that are coming up because there's neighborhoods popping up everywhere you go around. You know, if you don't drive around Lubbock every two weeks, you're going to miss something, and that's on every side of it. That's I mean, right. What, what can you tell us about that that you know of? That um, is is helping get ready for all these people coming in.
1: Well, infrastructure is extremely important to any growing city, and and studies will tell you once you kind of get above that 250,000 mark, then you start seeing true growth. I mean, we're not the sleepy little town, you know, 30 years ago that I came when you had the tech ghetto on one side, and you had you know, I mean, it's changed, and we are changing, and people are moving here, and. they're they're seeing the economic development and growth, and so you got to keep up with that. You know, Lubbock has historically been very good about staying ahead of the curve. I mean, look at the loop when the loop yeah. came on in the early '70s and started in the late '60s. I was ahead of his time. I was like, why do you have this? And then we started the Marshall Sharp project, and man, look how quickly we can get around. And everybody always said you can get anywhere in Lubbock in 12 to 15 minutes. Well, now that 12 to 15 is 15 to 20. Right? We don't want it to get 20 to 30. And so loop eighty eight projects that tech dots worked on are, are are very important. You know, we had a road bond package that failed uh, last November. And the truth of the matter is that it was the presentation of that that streets and road bond package that failed uh, and how it's kind of presented to the people is it's a slush fund of money. And so what we're going to do is try to get that up very quickly and get it back to the voters this November and say, you know, we're gonna we're gonna let you make decisions, but it's gonna be this is the amount of money that will be spent. We're gonna have a committee put together, an advisory committee to say we got to do stuff on 146 because we've got schools being built. We've got stuff in North Milwaukee that needs to be built and developed. But guess what? We also have Avenue A that's been there forever that's important for us to take care of. I mean, you can't just continue to grow without also taking care of what you have. And that's the fine line that that yeah. municipal governments walk of what do we have to take care of to redo. And also, how do we continue to grow? So I think the people are going to have that option. And then they're going to make the decision, because ultimately it's up to the people to make a decision on what they want to do. But yeah. we've got to get some of this stuff done. That's a public safety issue at some point.
0: Definitely. Definitely. So, And we're very fortunate to have the leadership that we have at LITA. I mean, oh, my gosh. John Osborne and his staff, they're just amazing.
1: Yeah, is coming in for groundbreaking next Wednesday. I know. So,
0: that's-
1: You know, and again, housing. I mean, that's why we're all here. I mean, uh, you know, I've had my real estate license and been a broker for 20 years next year, so coming up on 20 years. And I've never seen the inventory like this. I mean, yeah. we, and we're going to bring in 700 you know, more jobs and people are wanting to come here. We've got to help uh, with, the, with the expansion and streets and roads, but also we're looking at creating the uniform development code that's going to help builders and developers and other people going forward to have more uniformity. You know, big cities have gone to this. It's a uniform code as opposed to exceptions, uh, you know, variance exceptions are coming to, you know, in front of the council for everything you want. So we get more uniformity. Helps create more uniformity and growth for builders, developers. And hopefully that can lead to us having uh, um, more opportunities for builders to build houses so then yeah. we can turn around and you guys can sell them, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. Trev, so what you- – how many houses do we have on the market? I forgot I was here. I was just <laughs> to go, right? I'm sorry. Hey, I'm listen. sorry, man. You put a lawyer in front of a microphone, I am like, all right, hey, guys, just say, hey, Trank.
1: I'm good with that. If right. you just like, objection, your honor. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, right now, we have 450 houses on the market. And I think our last podcast, we were on the 300. So it's yeah. going up. It's shifting yeah. a little bit, but still historically, very low, about a month of inventory. Yeah. So... So, out of that, are quite a few of those new construction, new construction coming out of the ground? Yeah. Yes. Let's yeah. And I'd say it, probably half. Does uh, it show the median, like, you know, what price range that it's... me On the spot right here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I think it's anywhere... Thanks, Dad. Pro- yeah, I know, right. right. I mean, from 250 to 400 you just can't go to right. a house without multiple offers and whatnot, but... About 250 of the 450 are new construction. Yeah, and well over half. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. you don't know what stage those are in. Some of those might not have broken ground yet. So yeah, it's definitely a shortage. Yeah, it's kind of like we talked about last week. Is most of our business right now is stuff that's not on the market. You know, so we're having to go out there and dig and find. You know, and waste things. So, yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh, man. Yeah.
1: And you know what's interesting is that I, that is across state you know we're not we're not it's not unique to lubbock we are seeing that in in all major cities and growing areas there's just not a lot of place to go and and ultimately when you have inflation like we have right now and from a municipal government point of view, it becomes a problem because you know people if they can't find housing they're not going to come here for jobs and then when you can go to you know sonic and make 15 an hour or go to this place and work two jobs governments that need people to take the trash out and sanitation departments and signal and traffic controls i mean we're having problems you know like all businesses are maintaining employment you have inflation you you don't want to go up on taxes you want to cut taxes if you can so you got to find things to eliminate and it becomes really difficult just because housing is one of those major issues if you can't house people you're not going to find employees right so we've we've got to there's a lot of lock and step that goes with your local businesses, your local real, you know real estate association to try to help figure out those those problems, and we're actively looking at those all the time.
0: Right? Have you seen a lot more development going out towards the airport that direction, and then also on the north side? Or where have you seen?
1: Well, you know, with Laprino coming out here, you know, yeah. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be you know that's Miss Patterson Harris's district. Uh, there will be interesting to see where people move out there yeah. in the Roosevelt district. You know, out in the Ransom Canyon area, uh, there's a lot going north Milwaukee. You know, we've got new schools being built in those directions. One forty six. You know, we did some annexation of uh, some areas east of I twenty seven. Right. I mean, so and then other people are looking at annexation issues. So those are the again the fine lines where you yeah. go. All right, it sounds really good to chew these places up and put them in your city for tax base, but can we service them? You know, right. can the police get out there if there's a if there's a problem? Right. We can't handle what we have. So there's just a lot of those issues with growth that are happening right now that yeah. a lot of people are unaware because they just want to turn their light on and have electricity or flush the toilet and have water. So we're, we're trying to stay ahead of it as best you can.
0: Yeah, yeah. What, what do you think is one of the biggest items in your future that you want to try to get accomplished as the mayor?
1: Well, I mean, I, I had three things that I focused on. One, my number one priority is public safety. I mean, And, and I believe that public safety is the number one goal or the number should be the number one priority of a, of a local government. That's why local governments were created, right? right. City, what do you hire? You hire a sheriff, you hire a deputy. You're going to take care of the people. And, and that encompasses a lot of things. Now it's Lubbock fire rescue. That's dispatch for 911 calls, re, recruiting, retaining and training police officers um, making sure that you have f- good first response and 911 calls. Those are the important things that you have to focus on. And and that is issue number one. As you grow, you see a spike in crime, and we're seeing it. So that was number one issue. Uh, government efficiency is a big deal to me. Um, having employees that are not always, you know, just sitting for meetings for meetings sake, but we're, that we're being efficient with their time and with the city's time. Right. Uh, so we're, we're looking at ways to maybe pare down some of the things at city council meetings and, and shore that up a bit and being more efficient with our funds and then the the other big issue is is infrastructure you know, focusing on street road mod package the udc and things that come with that those are those are big issues that we're going to face this next cycle and budget yeah. comes
0: up in august yeah well, that first one you mentioned with the first responders oh, man it's it's so important you know and and Lubbock has, has always done a really good job, and it's just like you said. When more people coming in, the more problems you're going to have. And um, I, th- I think Lubbock has done a pretty darn good job with what they've had to work with. And
1: yeah, growth creates problems, and yeah. there's some of them are good. You get new restaurants to eat at, but then you also have more people coming in, right? Yeah. It's, it's the perpetual uh, growth versus stagnation. You'd always rather be growing,
0: right? Yeah, right, right, exactly. What do you see happening to like the downtown area in the next ten years?
1: Well, they've worked actively. You know, there's a downtown tiff. There's a there's a committee. There's there's planning and things going on. You're seeing a lot of businesses that are looking to move there. Um, uh, it, I don't know. The question is to the next ten years. I don't know. I think you're going to see revitalization happen right. because again, as you grow, not everybody's going to want to keep going out to where, you know, the southwest or the northwest or the northeast. And and a lot of that there's all. It's almost the whole saying: the worm always kind of turns, right? And you start to see businesses are come back in there. There's there's opportunities for to to buy buildings and cre- and create. And uh, I think you'll see a revitalization okay. in that those areas. Mm-hmm. I think that's been pursued.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think it's already started for sure. For sure,
1: absolutely. Yeah. You know, two docks is down there. Other, you know, McDougal bought the building, and there's there's that's some reformation with you know Nukes being down there. Some mm-hmm. other restaurants. Uh, uh, people that live down there, the you know Dan Williams, you know Dan. Dan's huh? involved. Dan's heavily involved in that downtown development. Uh, some of those guys know a whole lot about what's going on from the from yeah, the TIF right. board. But you'll yeah. you'll see a change, I think, in ten years mm-hmm. for sure. For
0: sure, there's a lot more um, places to live down there too, right? That's right? I mean, condos and apartments. And I just
1: prefer to see private development because I think that's more effective. I think all of us being in our business line would agree. Private right. development you know how let the market develop that you know the government can be an assist Mm -hmm. Uh, and i'm a big believer in government being a government of yes and trying to help people to grow their business Uh, but i you know not always where the government has to be the one to fund it because not everybody wants their tax dollars to go to everything
0: else that there is so
1: again those fine lines you walk in in government Mm -hmm. you
0: know yeah Yeah. Yeah. what about the uh, mayor's marathon
1: well, you're going to continue. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I'm in the Clydesdale division, boys. That's, <laughs> I don't know that's if you own... the younger ones come uh, in. Huh? Yeah, no, that, that Clydesdale division was over 200s, and now that probably has creeped up a little bit. You know, uh, uh, Marty Greer. I don't know if you will know Marty. Marty started the the Buffalo Springs uh, triathlon, and then that is what the Lubbock Triathlon 70.3. It's a half half triathlon is started by he. Um, I mean, Mike and his wife, Marty, and um, I'd like to see that name of, it shouldn't be the mayor's marathon. I'm certainly not qualified, (laughs) but if we're going to do those things, we need to find it. It doesn't need to be named after a mayor. It needs to be named after
0: somebody that matters, not me. Yeah, Uh, I, participation are you going to participate That's i'm a I'm question
1: a, look i'm a i'm more of a 6k kind of guy a right? 10k i'm more of a 6.2 maybe 5k yeah, maybe 1.2 maybe 1.2, <laughs> 1.2 <for me>. miles <laughs> yeah. maybe we do the the what do they call it the fun walk where yes. it's just a one mile walk up and back <laughs> We can walk our kids yeah <laughs> you can put me on the spot there yeah no. i'm averaging about you know 14 15 minute miles right now i'm pretty pretty I, look, when I was in football in high school and junior high, I was probably averaging out of five six forty. I mean, I was smoking fast.
0: <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> I had to think about that man. for a second. Like, wait a minute. That's way off, right? You know, I had
1: dreams of being an NFL football player. The problem is I wasn't fast, I couldn't jump, yeah. and I wasn't uh, that athletic. But I, yeah. I had the
0: spirit, right? Right. That's Sometimes. what I told them last week. I, I was short and slow, but that's what I had going on. No, you were not short and slow. <laughs> oh, man. So, so Devin, he was um, in the military, and uh, he was out in California and just moved out here and joined our team, and we're just happy to have him. And and last week, I, well, you did very good on your introduction. At least you said you were married and had kids. You know, I introduced to Travis, but, <laughs> but I, I forgot Debbie and Reagan and Ryder, and I forgot to thank him for his service and, and all those others, but... Uh, mm-hmm. Absolutely. We're excited Black Day is
1: coming up on Tuesday, and then the Army's birthday is coming it up. It is. So. Yeah. What branch? I was in the Marine Corps. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, you're kind of attached to the Navy a bit. My dad was, you know, big big Navy, so it was well Army over. Go Navy, never go Army. So Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. So but, yeah,
1: that's, that's great. How long were you in? I was in just shy of eight years. All right, man. Well, that's awesome. Well, we do thank you for your service. Absolutely. Absolutely. Get you up there to do the color sometime at city council meeting. Oh, easy yeah. there, easy. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drag you into some committee. Yeah, there, there, there it it goes. goes. We there have veterans waters. committees <laughs> and openings coming up. I mean, there's all kinds of
0: ways. I have to I have to dust off the old blues, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's good. We're, we're we're glad to have our team just for uh, protection. Yeah. Well, <laughs> He's probably it's glad there. to be in <laughs> Texas. He's yeah. probably always glad to. Yeah, be. definitely. I'll definitely. tell you, it was a fight getting down here. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> my uh, my wife, she's from LA, so big, big. Really? We have trees and water. Yeah, that's that's what I tell her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now she's gonna be out at Texas Tech. That's fantastic. Fantastic. this is true. This is true, yeah. That's good, man. Go them, yeah. man. That's what we'll say. Yeah, man, we're yeah. excited about football. What about you? Excited about Hey, football? let's go. I oh, get excited
1: about I get excited about all tech sports, but yeah. I'm a homer, so I'll go yeah. My wife's a sooner, uh, and so y'all have to forgive that. And then my in laws are big OSU cowboys, and so I, I, you know, yeah. I gotta work those you know issues but
0: God, yeah man, it. <laughs> sooners oh yeah aggies i mean especially bring up the aggies you know Just don't talk about them at all they're dead <laughs> to me <laughs> yeah and well, ut and OU are about to be dead yes. to me as well. oh yes sir yeah yeah, yeah. There, there you go yeah. i like it. Yeah. oh i,
1: I represent <laughs> the city now i gotta be careful <laughs> but i didn't mean that mr mayor of austin <laughs>
0: That's right. You do got to be careful what you say, isn't it? Yeah, well,
1: oh, I tell a lot of people I'm not going to change being me. You know, no, say who I, am.
0: I mean, and that's that's how you got to where you are today. Oh, yeah, I, I am and, what I am. Just yeah, be me. Just be me, and, and that's be, being a big time red ragger homer. So, oh, that's good. Yeah, we were out at the football camp yesterday, and man, coach he's he's just got lots of good things to say to these young kids, and he had a lot of his uh, ball players out there helping out, and they're they're just good kids just unbelievable it's positive it's very positive I
1: think that's a big deal is coming in with positive and that's one thing i talked about being positive and y'all know then your business just yep you come in and say, oh, i may not be you know the best but i'm gonna give it my best and right. and then i'm gonna be positive in a in, in in my approach and you know half the time i've spent up at city hall in the first few weeks i just walked down floors yeah i didn't go meet with the department heads right away i just started walking on the floors and showing up in people's offices saying hey i'm trey i'm new here Who yeah. are you and i'm like i work here what floor are you on i'm, like, I'm on that one up there i mean the most of them didn't even know me they're like oh, okay good nice to meet you but you know that was that was that was really fun to see and get the the perspective of of the clerk or the perspective yeah. of somebody's just working you know yeah. in one of those areas that's that's how i feel like our football coach is and coach adams yeah. And Coach Tadlock. I think oh, they're just real and they're positive, and that is what you want in leadership, whether it's on the football field or it's at yeah. City Hall. You want positive leadership, and I think that's what we've got. I'm excited.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. We're, we're so excited. Lots of things to be excited for. Sure. You know what? Well, fellas, you got anything else for our mayor? Anything you want to drill him with? I'm oh, on the spot? <laughs> I mean, he likes to talk. Hey, listen, there's no video or audio
1: yeah. or social media in the '90s when I was at Texas Tech. So let's oh, just keep okay. it at that.
0: Uh, we Thank did you. talk a lot about growth. Do you want to mention some of those hidden gems that are here in Lubbock for you?
1: Oh man, you talking about restaurants? Every, every. Oh man, if I see if I hit the restaurants and somebody would get offended oh, yeah. that I didn't no. mention their <laughs> restaurant, you be careful. I mean, you can go out to yeah. Montalongos anytime. though, and get some good. I mean, you can hit you can hit some. We got some hidden Mexican food gems. We really do have. We're lucky. I mean, we just are. We have so many good things and people. Until you come out here, like Lubbock, well, Lubbock. Mm-hmm. I know that's what you're thinking.
0: When you're not, moving. not me. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm, I'm from right Clovis. So yeah, I, yeah. Well, cool he said Clovis, Clovis. <laughs> yeah. Right. But
1: yeah, I mean, there's just so much good going on. There's so much growth. We have we have bounced back from all the stuff from two years ago. I just I'm really encouraged by the direction of the city, and it's it's fun to watch and it's fun to learn more about it and and see the growth. I hope my girls decide to stay here and live in Lubbock and. Hopefully, have a lot of grandsons since I have only girls, and and I want to create a place that they want to stay and people want to grow and young professionals like you guys who want to want to stay here and build a business and and that's the goal of all of us just to make oh. it even better than it was before.
0: Right, right. Haven't you seen um, once someone graduates from tech, they move off. Mm-hmm. Most of them come back, don't they? Yeah, do. Mostly it, attorneys. Have you noticed that? Oh man, stinking <laughs> lawyers. There's lawyers everywhere. Uh, everywhere.
1: I know, but it's it's because you realize you want to get away. And then I did, I got away for a few years and I'm back to West Texas. You know, my family grew up in Malevoland and Lubbock and K- Lubbock County. And, you know, it brings you back because it's that family feeling. And we want to keep that. We don't want to grow so much where you lose that
0: mm-hmm.
1: small yeah. town, hometown feeling, yeah. college town feeling. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got to keep up with the growth at the same time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, we really wanted to thank you for joining us today. Absolutely. You know, great. a very Good time. And, um, if you ever want to come back, share some new things that are coming down the pipeline, please do. Um,
1: I mean, I just work here, man. I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's great. I appreciate you guys oh, very thank much. You. Thank you man. So much. Thank you. Hey, once again, I want to uh, thank everybody for listening and please continue to listen. We're, we're This is our second episode and we're, we're growing uh, and we're, we're just trying to learn with this. And we want to bring people in here that can share things about Lubbock, get you excited about Lubbock and, and just really um discover more things about Lucky like, that, that you didn't know but um thank you once again for wonder tree studios thank you my host there travis and Devon. Sorry, sorry, sorry the attorney took up all of our spe- speaking time but no you, you you scraped the bottom of the barrel for talent today boys <laughs> well thank you very much guys thank you for listening to 806-411 podcast have a good afternoon